0: So I often wondered what life was like growing up for Jesus. You know, in the Gospels, other than what we've heard today, we really don't hear much about his life since his birth, up until the time of his public ministry. And so I just wondered, you know, what was it like? Did Mary call him home for lunch or dinner? Did he go with his mom down into the village to draw water and to get food? and maybe to sell some of the things that he and Joseph might have made? Did he stay close to his father, learning how to build tables and stools and mantles out of wood? Did Mary and Joseph fit in with the villagers? I mean, did did anybody ever invite them over to their house to celebrate festivals and special occasions with them? Or did they have to worry about maybe some of the stories that people might ask them about Jesus' birth? You know, the shepherds, the dirty stable, the angelic host. I believe the Feast of the Holy Family is something to teach each one of us here today, something to help our li- live our lives as our best selves, as sons and daughters, husbands and wives, mothers and fathers. My wife and I have been helping prepare engaged couples for 20 years now. And one of the things we always do is we invite them to reflect on an image that uh, Bishop Fulton J. Sheen uh, once gave in something that he had said, and I'll paraphrase it. He said, the father loves the son, and the son loves the father, and that mutual love for each other is so intense that it can only be expressed in the person of the Holy Spirit. Now, a married couple as a new family reflects this image of the communal love of the Most Holy Trinity in their own lives as a family. And so i like to reword a little bit what uh, Fulton J. Sheen had said. So I tell the couples, the husband loves his wife so much and the wife loves her husband so much that this love is oftentimes expressed in their children. This love, the love expressed in the Most Blessed Trinity and as reflected in the Holy Family, is meant to be reflected in our own families. And it isn't a shallow love, which, you know, is just a love of warm feelings that the world kind of shows. It's a kind of love which is active and it seeks out the good of the other, above the good of the self. It's a sacrificial love, much like the love that we see Jesus and which we heard much like in today's first reading when Hannah offers her son Samuel in service to God in the temple. I mean, think about that, the mother giving her son to forever serve in the temple. And it's much like what we see throughout the gospels as Mary walks with her son throughout his life in ministry. It's the kind of love we see when someone sacrifices their life hour by hour and day by day for the good of the ones that they love much like what we've seen in the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Now, we see this love and sacrifice in the most holy trinity, in the Father giving his only begotten Son for our salvation, and in the Son taking up our humanity and humbling himself for our redemption, and in the Holy Spirit overshadowing Mary, who with her fiat breathed life into God's plan for us, And we see the self-sacrifice reflected in the lives of the Holy Family, lives lived in humble faith and obedience to God. And just as we heard in today's responsorial Psalm, blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in His ways. Now the fear that's spoken of here is not servile fear, but humble reverence, obedience, and love for God. At the Annunciation, we see Mary's reverence while prayerfully listening to the angel's message to her that she would conceive and bear a son, the very Son of God, and her humble acceptance of that message. At Jesus' birth, we see Mary's pondering in her heart the message announced by the angelic host and brought to her in a cold and dirty stable by humble shepherds who had been tending their flocks out in the fields. We see it at the temple when she and Joseph presented Jesus to the priests in obedience to God's law and in her acceptance of the message told her by Simeon when he prophesied that even her own heart would be pierced by a sword. And we see it in her standing at the foot of the cross of her son as he suffered and died. And we see it as she cradled him in her arms when he was taken down from that cross. We see the sacrificial love and obedience in Joseph, who being the righteous man that he was, when he learned that she had conceived and was with child, planned to separate it from her quietly, to save her and to prevent her from public humiliation. We see it when Joseph left everything behind. You think about the home that he had built for him and Mary and his dream of having a large family. His escaping with his family in the middle of the night to go to a foreign country whose language he didn't speak, and without any real hope of having a means to provide for her in Jesus. We see this love and obedience in Jesus as he begins going about his heavenly father's business after attaining the age of maturity when he traveled to Jerusalem at the appointed time when he turned 12. We see it again when he returns home with Mary and Joseph and submits himself to their proper parental authority and to their love. As we heard in today's gospel, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. So what does this say to those of us here today? And I think the Holy Family as a reflection of the most holy trinity invites us all to offer our own lives in humble reverence, obedience and love to God and to each other, both those within our family and those outside of our families. It invites us to love each other, not merely with a warm, sentimental feeling of love, but with a concrete, active love which is willing to sacrifice one's own good for the good of the other, despite the costs to oneself. To speak the truth to the other honestly, but with great love. To let go of past hurts and to be willing to offer forgiveness to the other even when that other person hasn't asked for it. To put aside the desire for personal gain, excessive worldly goods, and focus on walking with each other, whether that is as as husband and wife, mother and father, parent and child, and to do this in imitation of the most blessed trinity and the holy family. So what does this look like in our own lives? Well, husbands, look to Joseph, who is a man of great faith, love, and practicality, Obey God, do what he asks you to do. Love your wives and your children and protect their dignity that God has given them as his own family, as Joseph did every time he obediently answered God's call and did his will. And wives, love your husbands and children, as Mary did, as we see written throughout the gospels. Be obedient to God and to his will, just as Mary and Joseph were when they went up to the temple in Jerusalem each year. children, I wasn't going to let you off the hook, uh, love, honor, and obey your parents, just as Jesus did with Mary and Joseph, as we heard in today's gospel, when he submitted themselves as his parents. And let us keep in mind this liturgical year and every year, these images of love that the most holy trinity of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit have for each other and for each one of us willing and pursuing what is truly good for us. Let us also remember the faithful love in e- for each other and the love and obedience to God that the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph show us in today's readings and throughout the Gospels. May we, everyone here, this coming year and always, pattern our lives and the lives of our families after them. Amen.